Why do we punch the elevator button more than once? (laughs) Why do we choose the front row seats in the theater and the back row seats in the church? Why do we ask for instruction or directions and then we argue with the one who gives them? I'm not sure that rational behavior is is really part of our makeup as human beings. And and if you want to see people really just teeter on, on the brink of insanity, watch the way they treat their little babies at Christmas time. Right? That poor little kid has only taken its first or second breath in this world and, and then we dress them up like a little puppy going on a puppy parade. And there should be a... Sl- I mean, poor thing. They're Santa before they even know who they are in this world. Red hat on the head and little shoes on the feet. and Poor little thing. But here's the thing. A few years later, this same kid that we dressed up like this wears baggy jeans and has a tattoo, and those same adults say, what's wrong with them? (laughs) And when it comes to giving them gifts, I mean, that little baby girl, she can't even sit up in her crib properly, and we've already have her signed up for Hooked on Phonics. You're going to read before you're one-year-old, girl. That's what we do. And the pictures we take, right? Baby teething on, a, on a, a, an ornament off the tree. Baby lying under the tree, under the needles of this tree that are falling down a little baby. <laughs> baby sitting on Santa's lap. Santa with a wet spot on Santa's lap. <laughs> Somehow it seems this time of the year, babies kind of take a little bit of center stage. And that little one was amazing this morning. Just loved it. But maybe it's right, because isn't the story of Christmas all about a baby? Baby that came into this world? Just for a moment, I want to to take you back and, and, and ask you to think, just get yourself in that moment, in that manger. Mary. I think Mary after giving birth in that place and after all the stuff that they had to go through, I think Mary was so tired. I think Mary was in so much pain. No meds and stuff in those days. I think maybe Mary just had this feeling, boy, can I just sleep for a day or two? But she didn't. In my mind's eye, I think this. I think when all was done and this little baby was there in Mary's arms, Mary wiped away that little bit of moisture off the face. Mary looked at that baby, saw its little cheeks, maybe touched his little chin, and maybe gave him a kiss on his head. And she was the first one, I think, who whispered and said, so this is what God looks like. This is what God looks like. Why is that important? 
Well, you see, here's the thing. For, for all ages, humanity has been, been painting these pictures, these images of how God looks like. And, and that will, in the end, will change of how you think about God, how you worship God, how you are before God. So some of them made a golden calf. It didn't work out too well for them. Got a bloody nose for that one. Some of them thought of him as this huge whirlwind. Others have this picture of God as fire breathing. Others have this picture of God as eating babies. And for many years, I think the church made the mistake uh, of painting a picture of God as this angry, judgmental God sitting on some throne, just waiting to pounce every moment that I make a mistake. This jealous, fickle God. But I don't think in our wildest imagination anyone in all of humanity ever thought that God would become a human being and a crying, kicking little baby in this world. But he did. And that's what God looks like. So John, John writes for us in John chapter 1. I'm going to read verses uh, 1 to 5, and then I'm going to start at verse 9 to 14 again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind or all people. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness is not overcome or overwhelmed yet. Verse 9. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world, and he was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children, born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And the word, says the good news, became a human being. And he lived among us. And we, we have seen his glory. The Word, Jesus, became not a whirlwind, not a flaming, raging fire. A single cell, a fertilized egg, an embryo, a baby, a human being like you and me. Why is that important? Well, here's the thing. I want you to remember this. Although God came into this world like a human being, God also came into this world as a human being. 
The same hands that held the stars and placed them in their place in the sky were the same hands that were holding on to Mary's finger in that moment. That same mouth that spoke this world into being was the same mouth that was suckling at Mary's breast in that moment. Why is that important? Well, because God wants to remind you that God gets you. God knows how you feel. God understands when you are going through difficult times and fears and struggles because he's been here, done that. Can I remind you of that? Book of Hebrews chapter 4 says this, and I'm reading from the message. Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let's not slip through our fingers We don't have a priest who's out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experiencing it all, all but the sin. So, let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy. Accept the help. We don't have a a, a priest who is out of touch with our reality. God is in touch with who we are. God understands your struggles and your hurt and your pain. He's been here and he's done that. And he doesn't have the t-shirt to prove that. He has the stripes on his back. He has the scars in his hands and in his side and in his feet to prove that. He's walked more than a mile in your shoes. He gets it. Because of that miracle there in Bethlehem, this crying, cooing little baby, you and I can answer some of the most fundamental questions that are asked in this world. And let me just do three of the easy ones. Does God even know or care when my heart breaks or when I am sad? Well, just walk with him in John 11 to the grave of Lazarus. See him cry. Not for Lazarus. He knew he was going to raise him. Crying for us. Crying because he knew how lost they were and how broken they were. See him cry for Jerusalem. Does God even know when I'm afraid? Well, To see him walk on the water when he hears the cries of his disciples calming the storm and walking to them and say, don't be afraid. See him in that garden in Gethsemane as his heart breaks in fear before God for what was waiting for him so that you and I would not have to go through that. Does God even know when I'm rejected and left out And feel alone. Just see him as he talks to that woman who was caught in adultery. Just see him as he takes time to sit with that broken woman at the well. You want to see God? 
look at that baby. Look at Jesus. Because isn't it Jesus who says, John 14, verse 9, anyone who has seen the Father has seen me. I got it wrong way around. Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who has seen me cry has seen the Father cry. Anyone who has seen me laugh has seen the Father laugh. Anyone who has seen me determined for the kingdom of God has seen the Father determined for the kingdom of God. So do you want to see God? Then look at Jesus. That Emmanuel that we sang this morning. That one who came to bring joy into this world. That king of heaven who came into this world. Because here's the thing. Everything changes in that moment when I see the face of God. No, he's not a whirlwind. No, he's not a fire. Could have come like that if he wanted to. But he came in flesh and blood like us. So when that question comes into your heart, does God even care about me? Does God know me? Can I invite you? Will you just go back to that manger? Will you look down like Mary and see Jesus and say, so this is what God looks like? He walked the streets. He didn't have a place to put his head. Didn't have a home to call his own. So he decided to make a home in our lives and in our hearts. If the king was prepared to come into that manger with animals, a little baby, swaddling clothes with stinky shepherds, don't you think? He's prepared to come into your life so you can see God. Because here's the thing. I think God took on our face so that we could look around and see God's face. Can I invite you to look where Mary looked? And see the face of God. Amen. Sometimes, Lord, when you read the story, sometimes, Lord, when we, when we just think it through, it's, it's a little too much for us to understand why, why would you, creator of heaven and earth, why would you, almighty, holy God, get into our skin and come walk this world. But when we read Hebrews and we are reminded, so we have a priest that understands us, that gets us, then we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for coming into this world. Thank you that when we stand before you and sometimes we just don't know which way to go, you understand that. When we come before you and our lives have fallen apart, you understand that.
when we don't know where to go, you know and you take your hand and you lead us. Even if sometimes it takes us through a deep, dark valley. On the other side, on the mountain, we know there are green pastures and quiet waters. Because that is who you are. And because of that, Lord, we can just place our lives in your hand and we know that we are safe. Even when sometimes it feels like, really, Lord, is this ever going to change? We know it will. Because you are there. Thank you for coming into this world and showing us your face. We love you, Lord, with all that is in us. And this we pray in the name of Jesus, the Son of God. Amen.